Hello and welcome to Birth As We Know It. I am your podcast host, Kiona Nessenbaum. I have experienced birth as a doula, a student midwife, and as a mother of three amazing children with my husband and high school sweetheart by my side. After attending over 130 births, including my own, I've realized that each birth experience is truly unique. So make sure you subscribe and join me every week as we are guided through many different birth experiences through the lens of the storyteller. Please be aware that some of the stories can be triggering to hear. So feel free to pause, take a breath, and come back and listen whenever you're ready. With that said, let's prep ourselves to dive deep and get detailed about what really happens in the birth space. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for educational purposes only and has no intention of giving or replacing any medical advice. All advice that is given on the podcast is from the personal experiences of the storytellers. All medical or health-related questions should be directed to your licensed provider. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Birth As We Know It podcast. Today, I am interviewing a previous doula client of mine who has had more babies since I've supported her. Um, Her name is Lauren Locke, and she has three beautiful babies that she's going to be talking about today. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you, Kiana. Yeah. So let's start off the podcast by you just telling us a little bit about yourself and who's in your family. Yeah. So um, I was born and raised in Washington and I have three little ones um, my, with my uh, partner, Kim, or my husband. And uh, the first is Olivia. She's eight years old. Um, the second is Zoe. She is five going on six. And the youngest is Naomi and she just turned a year old. Oh, that's so awesome. I can't believe it's already been, you know, five, almost six years since I've supported you with Zoe. Um, and I'm excited to hear your perspective on her birth again, because it's been a while. <laughs> it has, I know. And uh, I was hoping that you could be there for for a Naomi too, but um, it was understandable that you couldn't. <laughs> you just had a little yeah. katana yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot, I guess. I can't believe um, how fast time goes by, <laughs> but yes. um, but yeah, my experience with all three were pretty different, but I would say the last two were more similar um, mm. just because I, I, I gave birth at the Puget Sound Birth Center. And yeah. 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 yeah and they were. So let's, they, let's start mm-hmm. um, with how you found out you were pregnant the first time. What okay. were your emotions? How did you yeah. feel? Were you trying? <laughs> Um, we were trying so we had just um i had just gotten uh, graduated from school and um moved back to washington i was in uh, pennsylvania for um school um and then yeah we got married and then i moved back home and we we had some friends that were starting their families and we're like this would be fun if we could all like be parents together (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so um yeah we didn't it didn't take long for us to get pregnant with um, Olivia and um, we were super excited um, I oh and we were planning a trip to Cambodia and so I I thought it would be fine because my mom never had any um, symptoms of like morning sickness her pregnancies were all really easy I, and I I feel like I pull a lot from her so I was like oh that's probably how mine will be but yeah it wasn't so great um, with her <laughs> And actually, all of my my pregnancies, the first trimesters were pretty rough. 
Um, but yeah, we were really excited and, um, and yeah, uh, we were, I feel very lucky that we were able to get pregnant so quickly um, because mm -hmm. I know that's not always the case. And so, yeah. Yeah. So did you have any like other symptoms outside of morning sickness, like throughout your pregnancy? Was there like extra fatigue or any medical conditions that you were told um, about? Well, no, not, I mean, I was very fatigued um, <laughs> because I had just graduated. I didn't have a job either. So I felt like I was able to um, just sit down and chill. Um, you know, I, I mm -hmm. so I, I think that might've made me more tired because I didn't have a reason to get out of bed. So there were times where I would just lay in bed till like 11 o'clock noon and just because I just felt so yucky. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then with the other pregnancies, I would say the kind of the same, like it was just like oh, fatigue um, and some like nausea. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and, and so so when we went to Cambodia, it was like pretty awful because it was hot there and there were a lot of smells that I weren't familiar with. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough uh, the first time around. <laughs> And yeah, I was almost like, how do people like enjoy this? Um, this is not fun. I, um, you know, but I, I understand it more, you know, in retrospect, I was like, it's all worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah for <laughs> and I sure. I had two more after that, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so as you got further along in your pregnancy, did you get better with your symptoms? Like, did you become more comfortable or were there points where you were more uncomfortable? Um, yeah, no, I was more comfortable second, third trimester. It, well, until I got really big and then, you know, some of the, the groin pain, I don't know what that's called, mm -hmm. but yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I carried the weight differently with each pregnancy. It's just kind of amazing. Like it's, there's muscle memory, but your body just responds differently still. <laughs> so mm -hmm. in every, every kid is different. Every experience it was a little different, but I was lucky to not have um, any complications, um, health complications, even with the most recent uh, pregnancy being older, um, eight years older than, or seven yeah. years older, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think that's really great. Yeah. And so when it came time to um, go into labor, were there signs that you knew you were in labor or did you have to be induced the first time around or were you just, you know, did you have natural labor um i did uh well i always wanted to do something natural um my mom didn't have an epidural or except for well she's so she has three as well and on for my um her youngest she did end up having an epidural but um, i was like mom could do it i could do it <laughs> i right. was like our bodies are built for this um and actually um prior to even thinking about having kids i always knew i wanted to be a mother but um, my friend who was in nursing school with my roommate at some point when I was in undergrad and she had asked us to, um, she was going, getting into nursing school or something, or no, she was in nursing school and she was like, Hey, um, do you want to watch this documentary with me? Cause she was doing her, I think, it, I don't know, OB unit. And so mm -hmm. she was like, Hey, do you want to watch, um, the business of being born with me? Um, it's like has all has all these like different uh, options for child uh, for labor and i said oh mm -hmm. yeah that sounds like a good idea to just kind of be aware of what your options are because i you know everyone i knew was had given birth in a hospital i didn't know about anything else other than that and mm -hmm. so yeah we sat down and we watched this documentary and I, and then the home birth was amazing i thought it was 
um, I, so yeah, someone gave birth in, in um, the tub, I think it was her house. And uh, she didn't look like she was uncomfortable. Like, I mean, she just was, was really calm. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, you know, when I got pregnant, um, it was, it was a little different. Um, I, I went, we actually were going to go to the a birth center that was recommended by a friend who, um, uh, in Seattle, but then they didn't end up taking our insurance. And so mm. I found that there was a midwifery, um, program at, um, the hospital. So we ended up doing that and that, um, was, so I said, no, you know, no, I don't want an epidural. Um, I was pretty firm on that. My, the, the midwives knew that I had a little bit of a birth plan that I didn't want that. And then she said, okay, well, do you want to have a code word <laughs> in the case mm-hmm. that you, you know, really want it, we can give it to you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, um, at the hospital, um, oh, so my water broke. Sorry, I feel like I'm retracting a lot. My water broke and um, they had to admit me. I guess I have to give birth within 24 hours was the policy, but I didn't have any contractions or anything. They had waited 12 hours. So then they induced me with Pitocin. And I was mm-hmm. really, really upset because I that was also part of my birth. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want Pitocin. Um, I want to try to do it you know, as natural as possible. Up until, you know, I was okay with Pitocin after for the placenta, Mm -hmm. but anyway, um, so yeah, I, my contractions, contractions were really intense and, um, I, um, ended up asking for, I, I, I think I screamed the code word, which Mm. was pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, are you sure? And I said, yeah. And then, um, the midwife was like, well, how about we just check to see how, dilated you are and then uh, you know depending on how dilated you are you can just decide whether you still want it you know so Mm -hmm. she checked and she was like I think you're ready to push and I was like okay I didn't have to end up getting an epidural and so that was a relief um but then I (laughs) I hemorrhaged and then I had to have this emergency surgery and that was not fun Mm -hmm. um and so I think because of that experience I was like I think I want to try something that um, uh, I, I think because just being in that setting, I, it was like, I felt like the reason why I had to have this surgery was because I was kind of pushed into this a little bit quicker than my body was ready. But, you know, I don't, again, at, at the same time, I'm not like a medical expert <laughs> there, <laughs> uh, but in that department, but yeah, so I, so then that made me look into other options. And I don't remember how I came across Puget Sound Birth Center, but they were our insurance. Um, they took our insurance. And so mm-hmm. then I met um, I met with the midwives there and I loved them. They were awesome. And then they actually put me in touch with you. So I yeah. said, this time I really wanted a doula. Oh, so yeah, we did not have a doula the first pregnancy um, the first, okay. mm-hmm. for the first birth. And I really wanted it, but my husband was like, I don't know. I think that, I think that we can just, uh, you know, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, and so, uh, yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, we went to the classes. We like did some book, re- like read books and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we're ready. Um, but yeah, after, after that traumatic experience of <laughs> the first first it's like okay I think we should get a doula time yeah Yeah, and so yeah you were um, highly recommended and we were so happy to have uh, been in uh, touch with you and and then I thought it was really cool that you ended up 
and being pregnant with your second the same time I was. Yeah. <laughs> Very different times in pregnancy, yeah. but yeah, different times in pregnancy, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that the, the fact that you're able to still um be at the birth, attend Zoe's birth was awesome and you were amazing. I I mean Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, it was a, no, yeah, for sure. It was definitely a lot of fun, and it was so long ago. So of course, it's a little hard to remember like all of the details of right, uh, right. the labor. But um, I do remember your husband Kim just being so supportive and like being at the side of the tub with you, and it was really yeah. great. Um, but before we dive into the birth of Zoe, I would love to yeah. talk about any potential differences that you had during the pregnancy with Zoe. Like when you found out with Zoe, were you expecting to? like get pregnant were you trying or was it just like um, how things fell <laughs> yeah, yeah we were not tr trying actively but I guess we weren't preventing and we actually I we got pregnant sooner than I wanted to be pregnant mm -hmm. <laughs> um because um Olivia I think she was not quite two and so they were they, so they are two years two and a half years apart and I was in my head again I had this idea of like oh they're gonna be like three years apart or something. So anyway, it was almost there, but I felt like mm -hmm. Olivia, I, I wanted to enjoy her as at her toddler stage because it was really fun. And that that mm -hmm. age when they're like learning, so like learning how to talk and um, moving around more. And it, for that being like my first first pregnancy or first baby and, and all of that, I just, I, I wanted to enjoy it a little bit longer. And not that I didn't be getting pregnant with, uh Zoe but yeah <laughs> but I guess yeah I guess it, I was like I was kind of like I was a little bit worried um like oh man is how is because you know at that age you can't explain to them as well like oh this is what's happening to mommy and I, I guess mm -hmm. but she was able to like see my belly growing and all of that but processing right. that whole like the the emotional part of it I um, I was a little bit worried about because she was so used to being you know, the only one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh, we were not planning, but we were also excited to um, for, to have a growing family too, and mm -hmm. um, really thankful that there were no complications and she was healthy and I was healthy. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really yeah. awesome. And then, um, so with Zoe, did you just spontaneously start labor as well, or? Yeah, so that or, one actually. Yeah. Oh, so with Olivia, my water broke, and so yeah, I was kind of like, um, but yeah, with Zoe, it like happened like the textbook. Like it was like I was out. I had like really mild contractions early on in the day, or no, woke me up in the middle of the night, and I was like, oh, this is, and I because I didn't have that with Olivia, so I didn't know what was going on exactly. Um, mm -hmm. my, my contractions with Olivia, like, went from, like, zero to 60. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. uh, but with Zoe, it was, like, really gradual, and then we were out, and it, we were, it was Memorial Day. And so we were just, like, walking around, because everyone had the day off, and I went with, like, my, my cousins, and we are just, like, getting something to drink, like, lemonade or something. We were out, and then, um, I was, like, feeling a little nauseous, and, um, I went to the bathroom at some, like, bakery, and then... Mm -hmm my mucus plug I think I just I, I I passed that and I was like what is going on <laughs> like it was yeah it was kind of messy <laughs> I didn't know mm -hmm. what I, I didn't know what was happening and so um then we called I think uh Tim was in touch with you so he was my husband was um texting you and the uh, midwife at the time I think it was Valerie but yeah so he was kind of in mm -hmm. touch with the birth center 
and um, they're like, okay, we'll start timing the um, the contractions and all of that. So they were still never like super like regular. It would be like five minutes, four minutes, two minutes, and then like it was just all over the place. But then they were yeah. and they were lasting like like not any more than a minute. So um, I was just laboring at home. I went home. They said, yeah, just rest. And so I just laid down and um, I forget what time. I think it was like seven o'clock. I was like, oh, I like don't think I could sleep through days. And then I think we weren't in at that time. I don't even remember what time it was. Anyway, I went to the, <laughs> we went to the birth center and like, I think it was such a fast labor um yeah and i believe yeah. that i remember meeting you at the birth center yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which is kind of we had nice talked to... about yeah potentially meeting at your house you know because yeah. we were like oh what's happening i don't know yeah. and then i think you guys made the decision like no i think we're just gonna go in yeah. and so that's where we met at the birth center yeah and things yeah. were when i first saw you you were in the throes of labor like it wasn't like hey <laughs> yeah. lauren how's it going like yeah. how are you doing it was like time you know yeah it was all a blur because yeah and even the car ride i was like how did i even we didn't how did we get there <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was it, i guess uh by the time i had gotten to, to the birth center and i don't live far it was like a, it's like a 15 minute drive especially that time of day um it, there's like no traffic and i want to say they they weren't able to give me oh so i was supposed to have the antibiotic iv and i they didn't even have time to even do that because I was in, yeah, in labor though, or yeah. after labor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Did you and, get checked at all when you first got to the birth center? Uh, I want to say, oh yeah, I, I think so. And that's why they were like, I don't think we can do the IV right now or something. Yeah. I want to mm -hmm. say that I was checked. Yeah. Like I, there wasn't going to be enough time. Yeah. Because um, I guess the antibiotics seemed like, so much time and they're like i don't think you even have that much time and they were 100 percent correct <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah they yeah <laughs> that was definitely not yeah. their first rodeo <laughs> yeah yeah so how was that part for you do you remember any details of what you felt like when you first got to the birth center and what the process of your labor was like like were you more like in a trance like inward or were you able to pay attention to like what your partner was saying or how I was supporting you in that time or the midwives? Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to say it was then like a part of a trance, but I do remember you offering that, um, like the pressure on the back. And I would think I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, let's, and I think I was on the ball at some point and we were trying different things because I was, um, um, yeah, trying to get through the contractions. Um, mm -hmm. And and I remember when, once you like, did that pressure on the back i don't know what it's called but the like, counter pressure the counter pressure yeah um that was amazing and so i think kim took over and he started doing that and that really got me through and i remember um like i was sucking on like i felt like really dehydrated and um, i remember sucking on like frozen grapes that we had just got mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and and uh, which is really weird because i don't like with naomi i like didn't want to put anything in it. Like I didn't feel like eating anything, but for mm -hmm. Zoe, I did. Um, and then I remember I was screaming no. And then you were like, how about you say yes? Or like try saying yes. And I was like, okay. And then once yeah. I started saying yes, I actually like, I think that's going to help me push Zoe out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because yeah, it's we, such, yeah. you know, it's such a intense moment, you know? It was, yeah. Like the contractions are so intense and it's so easy to kind of just like unconsciously like want to hold in or fight against it or push yeah. against it rather than work with it. And so, yes. you know, I feel like I think I talked to you about it during your pregnancy and like just prepping for labors, like vocabulary and like the words you use can really make yeah. a difference sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, just say yes. Like you yes. got this. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked, you know, I was like, you're right, Hiona, I need to change my mindset. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, working through that pain, I was like, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and then yeah. um, I believe you ended up having Zoe in the tub, correct? I did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we had uh, made the, our way to the tub. And it was weird because with Olivia, again, I I, I, I remember um, from the documentary that, that lady in the tub, and I was like, I'm going to do that. But when I was pregnant with, or when I was in labor with Olivia, I was like, I went into the tub. They, um, and I think they don't let you stay in the tub too long in the hospital. But anyway, I tried it, and I was like, this not does not feel good um so I, I was in there for like a quick second and and then with zoe i was like i'm gonna try this again and then it did provide relief um for her so again i just feel like the whole pregnancy the whole labor was um different and i was that more at at ease um being in that environment <laughs> yeah yeah and so what would you say was the biggest difference in the care you received from Olivia's pregnancy to Zoe's pregnancy? Because with Olivia, you were with the in-hospital midwives. Yes. And then yeah. with Zoe, you were at an at-hospital birth center practice. So Yeah. Um, so the care, I feel like, was not too different. In, well, in terms of like they had me meet with all the midwives that could be mm -hmm. potentially at my birth. But I think that... Um, Actually, with Olivia, the one who delivered, she was actually new, and so I didn't really know her. So I was kind of like bummed because <laughs> yeah. um, I wasn't super familiar with her. And, and she, I mean, I think she knew um, my birth plan, but the one who admitted me was the, a different person than the one who actually was there for the birth. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of, that was kind of a bummer, uh, you know, a, a bummer for, for me. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, I want to say I felt like I was in good hands at the time, but I did go through a lot of postpartum um, stuff with Olivia, and I think it's because mm -hmm. I had I hemorrhaged, I lost a ton of blood, and I had to have like an emergency surgery. I guess there was a a laceration when she, when I pushed her out, and so mm -hmm. I didn't get to hold her very long, and I was kind of mm -hmm. they rushed me to the OR, and um, mm -hmm. and so. <laughs> my, I didn't know this because I was, I guess I passed out or, and then I, I was, cause I had lost so much blood, I guess, um, like, I don't remember anything, just, just, mm -hmm. um, being brought back to the room and I was, um, I was put under, so I, or not, not put under, I was under a lot of this anesthesia, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I couldn't feel like the whole lower half of my body. Um, and I was really frustrated cause I was getting chills and they're like, you have heat, like a heat blanket on and everything, like um there's not much more that we can do and I was like but why am I shivering and I was mm -hmm. really frustrated with that and because of that my my milk couldn't come in so I struggled a lot with nursing um mm. yeah and so I met with the midwives a couple times because I had problems um with the, uh with the latch and they were at, I met with a lactation specialist and all this stuff and 
it was just a really stressful like two weeks postpartum with her mm -hmm. um and then with Zoe it was so different because well I, I didn't lose a lot of blood my milk came in faster and uh, the it was really nice to be discharged like after two hours of you know giving mm -hmm. birth and just being at home and then having the home visit the next day was really nice and I just it just felt like more natural like okay this is how it should be <laughs> mm, um you know yeah. I and so I yeah I mean I I just it was such a it was so beautiful with Zoe I, just, I feel like everything about her whole like birth was so nice and that's why I decided that we definitely we were like we're gonna do it again if if we get pregnant again we're gonna be back at the birth center and um, yeah 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 <laughs> but that's yeah, awesome I felt yeah. Like, yeah yeah I felt like the care was good for me good, I guess at good. the time yeah it was just yeah different, different circumstances yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly I was just gonna say that like you know it's a good thing that you were in the hospital after yeah. um Olivia because you know it you needed yeah. emergent care yeah. and that's so interesting because you know it's like the, obviously there's no guarantee that like you won't have it the next time but because right. of you choosing the birth center you talked about it and you talked yeah. about your experience talked about plans talked about you know what next step was going to be taken and all of that so i think that that's really brave of you as well to make that decision and say hey i had this postpartum experience but i want it to be different yeah. so let's go to a different location and talk about to see what the possibilities and options are. I think that's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was hard. I did get a little bit of pushback from my family who was like, what if this happens again? And, um, but I was reassured that it's what happened to me was not very common and it's not, it doesn't make me more like more likely to have experience again. So, um, that's why I wanted to try something different. And I mean, just, I feel like just that environment at the birth center, it just is more comfortable than the, for me, it was more comfortable than the hospital setting. And, um, mm -hmm. and so that's why I, I also feel like that might be why the, the labor also was just a little bit more, um, like more smoothly. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I was, yeah. I was thankful that I was able to get the care I needed, um, emergently with uh, the first birth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But the birth center was so close to the hospital too. And that was also reassuring for me. I was like if something happens, like it's a two minute drive across the street. Yeah. You know. Literally like kitty corner across yeah, the street. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah. Which is reassuring yeah. for many people that choose a birth center birth. So Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. And so let's talk about when you found out you were pregnant with Naomi yeah. were you trying what were you not <laughs> and all that good stuff yeah so um we actually were trying yeah with for Naomi I was we were kind of going back and forth between um going like trying for a third and not uh and mm -hmm. then I actually we got pregnant prior and then I had a, a miscarriage and so mm. yeah so then we're like oh well um and it was it was kind of weird how that played out because um, I had just received, I was like, oh, I'm older. I want to do all the genetic testing and all of that. And we had just mm -hmm. received the, the results about um, like there was the concern with uh, uh, one of like the chromosomes. And so it was, it sounded like it was going to be kind of a rough pregnancy. And then I naturally mm -hmm. like, yeah. And so mm -hmm. after that experience, I was like, oh, do I, do I want, because, you know, it, it was a little bit of like a, an emotional roller coaster yeah, with that. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, 
and then but in the end we end up trying again and um we we were able to get pregnant pretty quickly but again we had some had some time go by so there was a little bit i was like oh like after i you know i i turned i also have another birthday i don't think i want to try again you know <laughs> i'm like i'm really um and uh and then well, i was also concerned that um you know being over 35 i wasn't sure if i could even deliver at the birth center and so i think that was mm. my my concern too but anyway um i was happy to find out that i could and mm-hmm. I, and, and and because i was low risk with uh, no other issues there um and so yeah um yeah so we were trying for naomi and um and we were very excited to find out that we were gonna have another one <laughs> nice yeah. and so i'm assuming you also did the genetic testing with naomi mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then all test results came back healthy and correct yeah low risk yes. yeah nice. well yeah. yeah and then i think i was also i was borderline um gestational like later on in the pregnancy so they're like oh you might have to transfer if care if um i was i think is, is that correct it depends yeah, yeah. on the numbers but yeah you okay. could you risk out depending on how the gestational diabetes would be managed um and then yeah. some midwives feel like if you do have gestational diabetes then they would say that you are too high risk for out of hospital birth so they would recommend yeah. to go to a hospital but um it really depends on your provider at that point on okay. how comfortable they feel and if your gestational diabetes could be managed by diet but mm-hmm. i will say a majority of the midwives that i know um if they if they have a client with gestational diabetes, if it has to be managed by insulin at all, then you're considered high risk and you would risk out of midwifery uh, care. Okay. But yeah, so I had, I like, um, in, um, I think I monitored my blood sugar for two weeks and then it was fine. So nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I could still continue care and everything was just as beautiful as Naomi's um, first. <laughs> Yeah. And so did you go into labor naturally with Naomi? Like, yeah, yeah. so um, and it was just weird because I was like, okay, I've done this before, but it didn't happen the same way that I was again. I was like, you know, what happened with Zoe is what's going to happen. It's supposed to happen or I don't know, not not supposed to because I know every every everyone's birth is different i was listening to, i've been listening to your podcast and i was like whoa this is, oh, there's yeah. so many things that can happen um but anyway yeah so for her um same thing like i had some contractions they were kind of really sporadic and um we got in touch with the uh, midwife and just like okay just like um keep me posted and it happened on the weekend again and I was like why does mm-hmm. it always happen on me <laughs> like, maybe I, nobody has know. to go to work yeah, you know yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah so um yeah and I, I was like I don't want to bother people on the weekend but I mean I know it's not a bother but yeah right it's, it's part of the anyway um so yeah um same and thing. you also had a doula this birth correct? i did have a doula yes um and she was recommended by you and so um and that was also really nice to have her at at the birth as well um and yeah she uh she was so jess she um actually came for the 
she was, I guess, more, most, more postpartum. Um, mm-hmm. And so she, yeah, she brought over like tea and everything for me. That was really nice afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. But with Naomi, like I, I was like a lot more tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like after, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly. I don't know why it's the most recent one. It's just because it was so uncomplicated um, and it went so smoothly. Yeah. Um, oh, I did have to have the IV um, for her, her. I think I was at the center for like four hours. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prior to having her, you mean? Um. No, in total, like, uh, I think it was, I, I think it was admitted two hours before I actually had her. And then I was admitted like, or a discharge to our factory. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah so I that makes sense. So when yeah. you first got there, they did end up giving you the IV. Did you get uh-huh. um, a vaginal cervical exam when you arrived or did you just opt uh, out of it and I, just I, do I straight think, IV? I just did straight IV. Um, well, no, I don't, I, I know. I do think that they checked. Yeah. I think she checked me because um, yeah, because of the experience last time where I, we didn't have enough time yeah so mm-hmm. yeah and then um but yeah i needed antibiotics again for this one so um yeah so yeah we did the iv and then um i also did the water i also did the i delivered in the water and oh with zoe what was really fun for me and what kind of kept me going well you don't have a choice you have to keep going but pushing but but was i did we didn't know the gender was zoe so mm-hmm. that was fun because um um i was like you know it's a boy or girl and not that it really like we didn't care but it was just kind of fun because we had the names picked out and um actually we didn't have a boy name for zoe we were like <laughs> we, we could only think of zoe and so it was it was a very um fitting that end up being so yeah she ended (laughs) up being a girl yes (laughs) and then with Naomi we actually found out oh I forgot this um we actually started at the hospital again I did the genetic Mm. testing everything up through the hospital um again because of of my age I was a, a little bit worried and then I think once everything was like all clear and they said everything was healthy I was like you know what I should just contact the birth center and mm-hmm. then i said this is my situation and they're like oh yeah like we can see you um mm-hmm. we can and so yeah then i transferred care and when i transferred care they gave me an envelope and for some reason i thought the envelope was like the health uh, records but it was mm-hmm. the gender reveal <laughs> so oh. i found out that she was a girl uh, from that <laughs> So um, you do, you didn't necessarily want to find out, but right. it just ended up in your yeah. hands. Yeah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> let me look at like my records, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And so that was kind of funny um, that that happened that way. But um, yeah, <laughs> but nice. I guess okay. yeah, yeah, it worked out. Um, well, did you it, and Kim at least open the envelope together or did you end up opening it by yourself no, and be like, oh, I was, snap. Yeah, yeah, I was by myself because I was like, oh, this is like a really thin envelope for my records, but I had only been there for like two visits or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, maybe they're going to send, because I have access to my, my, like my medical records on the chart, on like the electronic stuff. So but I don't know why they're like, oh, we're going to, we'll keep the envelope here. And for some reason, I just thought it was like other documents that I needed or 
yeah and so anyway so this is really thin and i opened it and i was like it was like all pink and like it's a girl <laughs> oh actually i didn't even have to read it it was like a big like piece of pink paper and i was like oh i think this is the reveal and then i was like should i like pull the paper out or should i just assume this and then um and then i was like oh yeah it was just a piece of paper that says it's a girl <laughs> Uh -huh. well that's cool yeah it's nice that they put in the effort to like make it special yeah. but at the yeah. same time you're like oh this is a bummer like yeah. now i know uh, and it's funny because i think i remember actually that after that i was like oh i think because they asked you like do you want it and also suggest like in case for later or if someone else to pick up or something mm -hmm. and i was like sure and that's probably yeah so i i, I probably forgot that and then i just opened the envelope um, and it's not that like Naomi's birth was less exciting, but it, it was like, I think, because either way you're meeting this beautiful, you know, child or baby that you've been housing for so long, it was, so mm -hmm. that was, it's so exciting to meet them. But I think it was just, um, that was like my whole reason. I was like, oh, it's going to be like, I don't know if you remember these little dolls. Um, I remember uh, growing up, there was these little dolls, I think they're like Cabbage Patch or something. I don't know. And then mm -hmm. you would buy um in the pack like you would like put water on them or something and it would reveal the gender so it's like thinking oh, it would be like that kind cool. of thing where like mm -hmm. um i'm like oh you won't know the gender until i get the baby or until the mm -hmm. baby's born <laughs> yeah. yeah but but yeah it was still it was, it was still um really exciting to meet her um regardless yeah. of course <laughs> so you did bring that up when we were talking about pushing so do you feel like pushing with Naomi was more challenging since it wasn't like a big surprise at the end or was like your motivation different of like, let me just get this baby out because I'm over being pregnant or yeah. <laughs> pain or what? How did that? You work? know, I think it's so like, there's so much like of a mental game that you play when you're in labor. And I remember with Zoe one, not knowing the gender, but also being like, I was pretty sad on having two kids and I was like, this is the last time I'm going to have to do this. So I'm going to make this like, you know, I'm giving, giving it my all. And, and, and then with Naomi, I was like, I, there was a part of me that was like, why are you doing this again? <laughs> why am I doing this again? <laughs> um, but, um, but no, I do feel like it was harder. Um, and it could have also just been because um, I was older and it had been a little bit like more time had passed since mm -hmm. I delivered Zoe because it was there um, almost five years apart. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I do feel like hers was, oh, I was I was like numb and I and mm -hmm. it was weird. So I had this weird aversion to I guess it's not weird. It's probably common needles. And so with the IV in like right when I had the IV, I, I could feel like the needle and I don't know if I was like, I, I probably was just hypersensitive and hyper aware. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it was, so when I delivered, I like, I lost all, like I felt um, numb everywhere. Like I felt like I, I didn't realize that, like, um, I think I was prepping my, uh, propping myself up with my elbows. Cause like I couldn't, my hands were like tingly. It was mm. really weird. And then it went away right after I, um, at, right after it was removed so i think it was just like my body mm. was like um i don't know like, just like there was like an aversion to yeah, it. yeah yeah your and, body was like i don't like this <laughs> yeah so i think that's what made it hard because um i oh and i remember at one point when i was 
um, in the the birth tub in the tub I looked at the needle in my arm and I saw like the blood because you know it's like a little like like bleeds out a little yeah. bit and mm -hmm. I remember feeling like um a little like nauseous or like I don't know I felt like weaker and I, was, like, mm -hmm. I just need to get this baby out <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah mm -hmm. so but yeah it was that was um I forgot all about that until just now but yeah I, I think um that also was like for some reason and not that i because i had an iv with olivia too but for some reason i was um, when i was in the tub i was i think i just wanted to like move around more and i couldn't do it as well when i had so i was i i think i was just really worried about like the needle like tugging if i like the core mm -hmm. like the the two got wrapped up or something i don't know i yeah definitely yeah. thinking too much about it <laughs> yeah and it's interesting because a lot of people do think that the needle is left inside but mm -hmm. the firm metal part is actually taken out and it's just a catheter uh, and so it's like yeah. a thick plastic catheter but it's still such like a feeling, yeah you know, like very yeah. very um just strange because yeah. I felt a similar way because I only had an IV with Katana and uh -huh. so I had it in my hand and it was just weird because I felt like I couldn't bend my wrists yeah it was yeah it was a very interesting uh -huh. feeling so I can relate to you on that one yeah okay so it's not just me <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and that's exactly how I felt like I felt like I couldn't move that hand I just wanted to like keep it really <laughs> yeah which yeah, is hard to do sure. yeah yeah it, yeah especially in labor when you're like <laughs> wanting to move your body around and yeah yeah how was your postpartum time with both um zoe and naomi because you had said you didn't have as much of a difficulty yeah um, as with olivia yeah no it was it was just nice because you know we again we didn't have to stay in the hospital for like a, mm -hmm. i think because with olivia we were in there for two nights and mm -hmm. Oh, I had because I had to have a blood transfusion for, with Olivia, so they had to. They did that, I think, the second day, or no, mm. must have been the first. Anyway, um, after the first night, they did that, and and so um, yeah, the postpartum um, experience is so different with both Zoe and Naomi. It was just really relaxing because I was at home and I was just in bed and um, really familiar with my the, the environment and. Um, and then it was just nice to have the, um, again, the home visit, just to make sure like everything went well the first night and, mm -hmm. and, and again, I didn't have any issues with my milk coming in. Um, I, and I don't think I had any issues with like the latch for either of them. Um, I mean a little bit, but nothing like it, it took like two weeks. It wasn't like, like right. Oh, kind Olivia. of like the. <laughs> the yeah. expected expected yeah for yeah the two weeks yeah exactly and yeah and so yeah it was just uncomplicated and yeah it was, it was nice i was able to rest and um i also think with olivia she was the first grandchild um mm -hmm. and first like niece uh for all her uh, aunties and uncles and so um we had a lot of visitors too and i think mm -hmm. um I felt like I, I think with her, even though I was told to be on bed rest, I felt like, like I should say hi. And I know people were wanting to meet Olivia more than see me anyway, but, but you know, um, yeah. And so, uh, and I, I just, just a lot of um, it being the first time, you know, uh, I mm -hmm. think um, maybe being 
overprotective and all of that. I, I like again, I'm, I think I have a lot of postpartum with her. Mm-hmm. And the, after going through that um, with Zoe and Naomi, it was just a lot more relaxing. Like we didn't have as many people come over. And mm-hmm. um, oh, and then Kim was able to take more leave with Naomi. So that was awesome too, because the kids mm-hmm. were in school and just managing schedules. So that was really nice to have him around things change yeah yeah things change there was a transitional moment yeah. that needed to happen you know and yeah. attention needed to be spread out differently and then right. also for you to try to get as much rest as possible postpartum yeah. um but yeah so it sounds like you had good postpartum support with all of them mm-hmm. um and so you breastfed all three of them Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How long did you breastfeed each of them? Just curious. So Olivia actually weaned herself off because I was got pregnant with Zoe and I guess my milk changed and she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was really easy for her. So she was 22 months or something like that. And then with Zoe, oh my goodness, it was so hard to get her off. Um, <laughs> I think she was three and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that was also the reason why I'm like, I want her to be ready. I mean, I want her to make the call. And that's why I also was like, I don't, I, that's another reason why I didn't really consider having another after mm-hmm. Zoe or, or during that time, at least was because, um, I was still nursing her for comfort, obviously just at like at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So she, um, yeah. And then, um, Naomi, I'm still nursing, but I feel like she's just like, not really interested in because i i pump at and at work and she like she won't drink while i'm gone when i'm working mm. and then um and even when i'm home i've noticed that she doesn't really nurse as much in the day it's just like mm-hmm. the night time now yeah so, the comfort to go yeah, to sleep kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. and i was like i'm not ready for this like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is definitely a lot of work to nurse all the time, though. And there are times, you know, when you're like, oh, I just want you close all the time, like nurse as much as you want. And then there's times when you're like, oh, my gosh, hurry up. Like, (laughs) I have stuff to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be your pacifier like all night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. And so I'm assuming you and Kim feel like you're done having kids then. Yes and no. Also, Naomi's been so it's so hard. She's been like everything has just been gone gone so smoothly, and like um, just her temperament and um, like again, so like just healthy. I don't know, and I already missed the newborn stage. I it goes by so fast, and I feel like it goes by faster with every kid. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've kind of. I was joking. Uh, I think he's okay with just with, with three, but I was joking that I wouldn't mind a fourth, even though mm-hmm. I was the one to, that was putting out the resistance for the third. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just so, it, it went so smoothly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. But, and so do you have any family members that have kids around the same age as yours? Yes. My sister and I have actually almost had all three. So she has three as well, but like around the same time. So, and she lives mm. really close to me and uh, we are very close to kids, her kids and my kids are like siblings more than cousins. I mean, we see mm-hmm. them, all, I want to say every, almost every single day. And yeah, so we're like a big family of, and you know, sometimes they'll go out with, I think I've gone out 
no, she was with me, but she was she was away for a little bit. So I was like sitting at a table eating with the kids, and someone asked us all five of them were mine because she had hers and I was like oh no but I mean I guess that realistically they could have been because they're kind of like all a year apart um mm -hmm. except for except for her oldest and our and my oldest are six months apart so that was and then but then um her youngest and my youngest are 10 months apart so yeah but otherwise, yeah so it's like it's if like, you just wanted to keep yeah, going it could have been all yours yeah <laughs> Yeah, so we've actually been so blessed to be able to go through this journey together um, with all of our, our pregnancies and um, and yeah, she she actually was the opposite of me. I think her, well, no, her first, her first birth was that pretty traumatic, so in the hospital, but then she was very worried of anything happening again, so she decided to do all hers in the hospital and Mm -hmm. uh, versus me I was like I don't want that again <laughs> but, yeah yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool you know and that just goes to just talk a little bit more about how different each person's birth experiences are and mm -hmm. you know how she was like hey my first one was traumatic I just want to make sure I have all the things I need and like yeah. that's my comfort zone or her yeah. comfort zone at that time and then you're yeah. like well I don't want that I, I'm gonna try <laughs> something different and so I think that that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah no yeah so yeah we respectful of each other's decisions but yes we have different yeah we had different experiences for all of them yeah, yeah. awesome that is super super yeah. awesome i'm happy to hear all of these stories again and you know i think that it's great that based off of like the sound of how your first went i'm happy to hear that you were actually in the hospital at that time mm -hmm. because you know hospitals are important they are there for a reason and that emergency that you had postpartum was necessary for you to be there which is great definitely yeah and then you made the decision to transition into the birth center world and you had a really great experience and so you're like i'm gonna do that again yeah. and you even you know it sounds like you with your third you started out in a hospital just to be on the safe side and then you're like yeah. well everything's checking out so i'm gonna go ahead and make the decision to transfer back to the birth center and i think that's cool it shows like yeah. your thought process of being open to what's safest for you and your family so i think that's yeah great. definitely yeah <laughs> Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, it was really awesome hearing your birth stories again, Lauren. Thank you so um, much for sharing. Oh, you're very welcome. I <laughs> I really feel so special to be like asked <laughs> by you to, for, uh, to have this interview. I was I felt honored. I guess that was the word I was looking for. But yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm so excited for this podcast um, that you started. Um, I've been listening to it on my drive to work, and it's been awesome. And there's sometimes where I'm like, I'll just like park and i'll just like not want to stop i'll just stay parked in my car and like listen to like until i feel like oh this is a good cutoff point and i'll just you know catch up later you know <laughs> yeah yeah and the episodes are a little lengthy i actually didn't anticipate for them to be around an hour i was thinking oh maybe like 30 to 45 minutes but like i'm also very much the person that's like this is people's stories like i can't force them to like fit it into such a small amount of time um so sometimes they're lengthy and that's why you could just pause and come back whenever you're ready you know exactly yeah, yeah. no I've i'm happy to them. hear that you listen to them yeah i think that's oh, yes. really great yeah well i i think i told you this already but i it's just you know have even having three um kids myself um it's just amazing to hear the different experiences that people go through um mm -hmm. and some you know i feel like um 
more or less traumatic than others but mm -hmm. just yeah and then just to know all the other options that are out there i think that's I think that it's great that you're doing this and I think it's providing a pers another perspective and uh, like educational point for people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's definitely like a passion project of mine and um, I hope that it grows to be super awesome one day. Um, and I think it's super awesome now, but I hope that, you know, yeah. it grows that there are more listeners and just more people interested in telling stories and um, talking about their perspectives and knowing that it's okay for it to be, different and for people to have really intense or traumatic experiences and have that be their story and be their truth and then yeah. learn from it or grow from it or make decisions in following your future pregnancies um, based off of their experience. So yeah, definitely. No, I yeah. think it's great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I'm excited to just like hear about how the girls grow as we stay connected. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kiana. <laughs> yeah. Just hopping back on to say that it was a lot of fun interviewing Lauren. It was great to reconnect with her and hear all three of her birth experiences since I was only present for one. Since I was only able to be present for one of Lauren's births, for her third, I actually referred my good friend Jess Artiglare. Jess Artiglare is the owner of Ritual Birth, and she provides birth and postpartum doula services, as well as a couple other things. So tune in next week to hear Jess talk about a different birth experience that she has from the perspective of a doula. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode today. Don't hesitate to share this with your family and friends. If you liked this episode, feel free to leave a review so my podcast can pop up for others and they can see and listen to it as well. If you have a birth story or experience you would want to share on the Birth As We Know It podcast, head over to kionanessenbaum.com and fill out the guest request form. That is K-I-O-N-A-N-E-S-S-E-N-B-A-U-M.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Bye for now.